Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in Outkick Podcast listeners. Hope all of you are having a fantastic Thursday, wherever you may be across the country. We've got some five-star podcast reviews for you. If yours is heard, you get an autographed copy of my book. Encourage you to go drop us a five-star podcast review, uh, and maybe you'll hear Danny G reading your podcast. Also, want to tell you to sign up for Outkick VIP. We have got new books ordered, thousands of them, for all the people rolling in and signing up for Outkick VIP. I appreciate all of you. Loaded show for you. Frank Isola, Shannon Spake, and Dr. David Chow. All the latest in the world of sports. We began with LeBron James feuding with President Donald Trump. All that and more. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. A lot to jump into as we roll into what may be the busiest weekend of the year with everything that is going to be taking place, including the PGA Championship beginning tonight, uh, ending tonight because it's on the West Coast. So you'll be able to watch until 9 or 10 o'clock Eastern, which is going to be pretty outstanding. One of the wackiest things I think going on beyond uh, a shadow of a doubt, uh, quite honestly, is the Miami Marlins are back. And have you guys been paying attention to what's going on with the Marlins? They have basically an entirely new roster. They had 18 guys that tested positive for the coronavirus. And uh, and they continue to find ways to to win. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just wacky overall in general. Since they came back, they have allowed one run in three games, if I'm not mistaken. 
and uh, just continue to uh, to to dominate. Uh, and they now have uh, they won a back to back doubleheader yesterday uh, against, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the Orioles, two seven inning games, and they are in first place right now. So one of the wackiest things that is that going on in all of sports would be the Marlins being a little bit on fire. Now, they haven't played anywhere near as many games as most people in the National League right now, uh, but they're at 5-1, and one, and uh, we'll see what ends up happening there. This would, be, uh, this would be wacky indeed if they could keep some of this momentum going. And it's such a fast season that by the time we get to Saturday, many teams are going to have played already a quarter of the entirety of the Major League Baseball season. So, fingers crossed that this will continue, but by Friday, we could be back to some form of normalcy in Major League Baseball where everybody is playing again. And I think you have to give credit to Rob Manfred for staying behind, keeping the game rolling so far. And uh, in theory, with these seven-inning doubleheaders, if they can start to catch up some with the games that they may have lost and just get a couple of weeks where they didn't have any sort of uh, major outbreaks to kind of get back uh, the sea legs under them, that would be uh, that would be pretty outstanding to uh, to see. So uh, we will continue to uh, to follow that. Um, other news: LeBron James. Do we have audio on this? LeBron James and Donald Trump are feuding uh, over the NBA. If you didn't see this already, and here's what I don't understand about the NBA in general. Uh, everybody keeps saying, oh, we don't care if uh, if people don't watch because they're upset about all of the politics going into the NBA right now. And I've been consistent on this for several years now. This is a stupid position for any business to take. If your position as a business is we don't care if we are turning off people who are otherwise fans of our business – by doing something that has nothing to do with our business, that is next-level stupid. Uh, and it's interesting, Jason Whitlock is in Nashville now, and he came over to the house, uh, and we hung out for most of the evening yesterday. And we, we had this discussion, which, which I thought is, is, is just kind of fascinating in general. And I've talked a little bit about it on the program. But if you are in the position where right now you're in the NBA and you were saying, I don't care about what some of our fan base thinks. We're going to be hyper-political, even if it costs us fans. This is the actions that someone who doesn't understand basic business is undertaking. Because it's hard to get fans to build up and care about your sport. And that certainly was understood by Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, who bequeathed to this generation of NBA players an incredibly successful brand and league that they built their entire careers turning people into fans of. And the NBA now has half of the viewers that it did when Michael Jordan was in its prime. Half. And people say, well, that's the way that that sports works. Like, no, no, no. The NBA has way fewer viewers now than it had 20 years ago 
the NFL has more. So the NBA has been losing viewers for 20 straight years ever since basically Michael Jordan stepped off the court after he hit the jumper against the Utah Jazz. We watched the Michael Jordan 10-part documentary that was, it seems like, aired forever ago. Uh, and everybody pretty much loved that because that was an era when the NBA was beloved in this country. Right now, the NBA is losing viewers hand over fist. And I think they are losing fans hand over fist. And the response seems to be, we don't care. We're embracing politics no matter what. And as a result, the sports that are embracing politics much less are seeing way more substantial growth than the NBA is, which basically is trying to hold on to the audience they already had before the uh, shutdown happened. Everybody else's ratings have gone up substantially. In terms of returning, there's a lot more of an audience out there that wants to watch sports than was watching sports before because people are starved for it. That hasn't happened with the NBA. So uh, Donald Trump pointed this out and said that he's opposed to players deciding to kneel. And by the way, it's not just players deciding to kneel. The NBA has gone way over the top. They have Black Lives Matter on the basketball court. They have social justice warrior slogans on their jerseys. And uh, they also are making the decision to kneel during the national anthem. So that's three things that are pretty substantial that they're doing that makes it impossible for the average person to just put on the television screen and watch a basketball game. And the general public is voting and saying, basically, we're not enjoying the way over-the-top decisions made by the NBA here. And if Donald Trump were uh, making a more adroit argument, to me, instead of just saying, hey, I think that the way the NBA is behaving is turning off fans, I think he should be going after the hypocrisy. Because it's not just that the NBA is pretending to be a social justice warrior organization, it's that they continue to take billions of dollars from China. So if you're going to complain about things in America that are that are not perfect, which is certainly the case in every country, how in the world do you shut up and dribble for China? That's the most uh, fertile, to me, argument that can be made against the NBA. But LeBron decided to, that he needs to respond to Donald Trump. And by the way, the same media asking LeBron about Donald Trump has not been willing to ask LeBron James about China at all which is, I think, the analogy that Jason Whitlock made earlier this week, that the NBA has basically created inside of the bubble their own version of a Chinese government. Because everybody who's a member of the NBA bubble is not pointing out these hypocrisies. But the minute that there is any opportunity to try and make America look bad, the NBA media is all over it. But here is LeBron asked about Trump and uh, and the diminishing interest in the NBA. I really don't think the basketball community are sad about losing his viewership and him viewing the, the game. If we, we continue to talk about what we want, you know, better, uh, won't change, we have an opportunity to do that. So the game will, will go on without without his eyes on it. Uh, I, I can sit here and speak for all of us that love the game of basketball. Uh, we could care less. All right, so you could care less. But ultimately, 
if you're losing viewers, whether it's the president, who I question, maybe he watches a lot of NBA otherwise, I don't know, but let's pretend the uh, the president is a big NBA fan. If you are losing viewers because of something you are doing that has nothing to do with your business, that is the very essence of making a poor business decision. Because if your viewership is beginning to decline and you are telling fans, hey, we don't care about you at all, I don't know whether the average NBA player and league member is not sophisticated enough to understand that there are many people who vote for Donald Trump that also like the NBA. Those overlaps are fairly significant. It's likely that you're telling tens of millions of people uh, who are otherwise interested in your product, hey, don't watch, don't pay attention to us solely based on politics. I just think it's a really, really bad move by the NBA that is going to cost them for years and years to come. Because I think there'll be a lot of people who are just like, screw it. If you care so desperately about how I'm going to vote that it impacts whether you think I should watch basketball, then peace out. See ya. Like, I would never come on this radio show and say, hey, if you love Bernie Sanders, don't ever listen to my radio program again. I don't care if you leave. Like, no. I mean, I, I would hope that even if you love Barry Sanders, you could enjoy, Bernie Sanders, you could enjoy this radio program. And I would hope that even if you love Donald Trump, you can enjoy this radio program. Like, I would never write off millions of people who are otherwise potential viewers or listeners of my content based on your politics. First of all, because I just don't care. Secondly, because it's just bad business. I would never say, hey, we've got this awesome OutKick VIP, but we don't want anybody who uh, is uh, in disagreement with some of the things I say on the radio to sign up. No, the First Amendment is alive and well. To me, the answer is, I wish everybody would watch. I don't particularly care whether somebody has different politics. The game of basketball shouldn't really impact whether somebody likes uh, likes basketball. What you think about abortion shouldn't determine whether or not you can enjoy my uh, my team play. What you think about tax policy shouldn't impact whether you can watch my team play. What you think about anything that has nothing to do with the product itself shouldn't influence whether you watch basketball. And in fact, if it is, that's a failure of our business. Like, if I came on Danny G and I said, hey, if you're going to vote for Joe Biden, never listen to my radio program, would that be a stupid thing for me to say? Oh, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, and I have to answer a lot of tweets throughout the week because I will get comments from some listeners saying, how come Clay will only have certain politicians on the air? And I always write back saying, I have sent out plenty of requests to Democrats as well as Republicans, as well as independence to come on the show so you do have an open forum and i always point that out that i mean we had tulsi gabbard on remember yeah um we've had and people some people got mad they're like oh my god she's running as democratic like i don't really care about which side of the aisle you're on if you're willing to come on and be honest with my audience yeah and regardless of what side of the aisle you're on or if your politics are down the middle i was hoping that sports could just bring us all back together and i hope we can get there i know it's an election year and maybe this is just the uh, the tip of the iceberg. I hope not. But I'm really uh, curious to see what's going to happen when the NFL comes back. 
I think the NFL is going to follow more in the NBA's path than they are in the uh, in the path of uh, in the path of the other leagues. And look, I think what we're going to see, and the data is already starting to reflect it, um, is the more political a league is, the more people who tune it out and turn it off. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the PGA is going to just look at the data, just look at the numbers that are going to come in this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The PGA is going to destroy everybody else in the uh, in terms of viewership. And the PGA is going to have zero political statements that are made during the course of its uh, major going on this weekend in San Francisco. Meanwhile, the NBA is going to be the most political. And if you look at the differences in viewership of those two, the PGA is growing substantially its audience and the NBA is losing audience relative to how everybody else is growing. And I think, frankly, Major League Baseball and the NHL, while they may have done a couple little things to be political in terms of returning, they basically have abandoned that. And as a result, I I think you're going to see both of those leagues do better as well. Dub, is it dumb to tell people you don't want them to watch because you disagree with, uh, with them politically? I mean, this is a very obvious question, like Danny G said. I don't, I'm not really sure what the point is in alienating a large percentage of potential viewers. It doesn't make any sense because less viewers pretty much means less money. Less money for the league means less money for the players. And LeBron tries to be this guy that's, you know, trying to be a leader in the league, and this is something that is not really being a leader in terms of making money, which is pretty much when it all, bo- when it all boils down what these guys are after. I mean, it's childlike to be frank when, you know, like you're like, oh, I don't want to play with you. Like, I'm going to take my ball and go home. I mean, America is founded on disagreement. It had, we have always disagreed throughout the history of this country. Disagreeing, there's nothing wrong with it. And what I hear all the time from NBA players, oh, we're going to be on the right side of history. Oh, we're going to be on the right side of history, right? That's really popular to say on social media. That's not true. You're totally on the wrong side of history with China. You are allying yourself with modern-day Nazis and taking their money, billions of dollars. We know that you are on the wrong side of history right now. China is on the wrong side of history, and you are saying nothing to criticize China, and you are criticizing the leader of the greatest democracy in the history of the world who everybody out there is going to be able to make a decision on come November. So, like, what threat are you under in America, zero, yet you're allowing China to threaten the entirety of the global world order, saying nothing about them and pocketing billions of their dollars? I just think it's, it's lunacy. Uh, Eddie Garcia, you've been doing updates a long time. Is telling people, hey, you disagree with me politically, so don't listen anymore? Is that in any way an intelligent decision by anybody associated with the NBA? Well, I, I would say no, but I'm not surprised by it, certainly. I mean, that's this is the playbook we've seen, uh, specifically the NBA, reading from, uh, you know, this whole time. Uh, they're not, they're, you know, the players are very empowered right now by what, what you know, uh, the commissioner and, and the ownership has allowed him to do with, with all the things they've done on the court and the demonstrations and everything else, so... They feel they're on the right side of this, as you, as you said, talking about being on the right side of, a, of an argument. And so they've been empowered, and, and they don't care right now about uh, appealing to everyone. It's just crazy to me. And I, I think they're going to reap the whirlwind of a poor decision because I think after 
the election happens, this is going to linger for a lot of people. The fact that you are saying basically, hey, I'm not interested in your business if you have a different political view than I do. That's what the NBA is saying. There's a right side and a wrong side, and you're on the wrong side. And if you disagree, go do something else. We don't care. Uh, I mean, that's so, so transparently awful of a decision from a business perspective. Not to mention that I think it's bad for our country when sports has typically been a refuge from serious things in life. I think the NBA had an opportunity. I think the NBA had an opportunity to grow its brand by people who just want to escape everything political and instead they are going to tank their brand with a huge percentage of the American public, many of whom, and people say, well, those people weren't watching anyway. I disagree. I think there were tens of millions and are tens of millions of Trump voters who are basketball fans that will sit down and watch an NBA game as long as you don't try and antagonize them and tell them they're awful human beings, which is what the NBA is doing. I think it's going to be awful for their brand for years to come. And I think they're going to reap the whirlwind of a incredibly bad decision. But we'll see. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today we bring in Frank Isola, who lives in New York, at the Frank Isola on Twitter. Uh, Frank, you ready for uh, what? I mean, this has been a crazy August already. I mean, I'm not talking about everything off the field, but all the different games that are going on right now, it's like March Madness every day with the NHL having loaded playoffs with Major League Baseball games, NBA games, and now we're starting to roll in the PGA Championship this weekend. It's going to be an absolute zoo how much sports are you personally watching? <laughs> it is it is nuts because we're conditioned in August, especially me, who I've you know, for a long time uh, writing about the NBA. This is vacation August, time. Exactly. August was a down month. Don't forget, too, the uh, Champions League starts. So you have the best club teams in the world, in Europe, are going to start playing on Friday. So we're not used to having... The NBA. I've been trying to watch it. It's weird. I don't want to be the one to say this because then you're going to sound like you're ungrateful. Now, Clay, it's almost like there's too many sports. Yeah. It's, it's too hard. There's, too, there's so many things going on. And some of the stuff's becoming interesting. Look at the Marlins with everything that happened with them. Yep. And now I believe they won that doubleheader yesterday. They're 5-1. and one. So there's, there's a lot of good sports stories are developed. And I think the PGA Championship this weekend will be uh, will be very good. So it should be uh, this should be one of the better weekends in sports. Are you impressed? In the last six months. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt at all. Are you impressed that Major League Baseball stayed the course? And I feel like I need to knock on wood furiously because if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that chaos can follow anywhere. Are you stunned uh, that Major League Baseball managed to stay the course? And in theory. Potentially by tomorrow, I think. Uh, Dub, look this up and, and confirm this is true. But I think the Cardinals may be back by the weekend. And baseball could be back with all 30 teams playing again. Now, they'll inevitably have some more positive tests over the course of the season. But it seems like they have at least withstood those early body blows. And I don't really hear anybody saying now, oh, Major League Baseball's got to shut down. And I think what happened, Clay, I think all along, I think baseball's of the belief, even if some teams play 50 games, 45 games, we just want to get to some type of place where we can get a season in and have playoff games. I would, I don't even think it's too crazy that they can't come up with a plan maybe for the playoffs. Cause remember the playoffs are the month of October. Baseball playoffs are always great yeah. because it's so condensed and it really is like, it really does become a sprint where they could probably do, some type of bubble format if they wanted to That's right. in the playoffs. So I, I think the plan all along, much like it was, if you remember early on when Germany was going to be the first uh, major sports league to start up the soccer league over there, and as teams were practicing, there were guys that were testing positive, and they were just isolating those players. And their idea was, we're forging ahead with this, 
and I think the commissioner of baseball. I feel badly for baseball because I think they started too late. If they, if they had started right at the beginning of July, I think they would have had probably even more eyeballs on them because nothing else would have been going on. And there's something you – know, the, the way the NBA set up their court, you, you know that it's different. But it's for baseball, when you see some of these games, like you're watching – Wrigley Field, you're watching Fenway, and there's nobody behind home plate. There's yeah. nobody in the building. It's just it's jarring because you're not used to seeing that. Yeah, I've been arguing on the show, and I'm curious if you agree, that at least so far, golf, I think, has almost no impact when you're watching it visually from the fact that we're in the coronavirus. And you could even argue that golf is more fun without many fans present on the course because – you can see the the whole better, the topography. I mean, I know there's a few people, you know, walking along the course, and some people, if courses are on, uh, if the golf course is on a public venue, people can watch from their yards and stuff like that. But I always find it more interesting almost to be able to see the golf course without hordes of people everywhere. Uh, and I feel like you kind of can see golf better. And then I would agree with you on the NBA. I think it looks... So, like it, you can lose track with the fact that it's not a traditional environment, and I don't think the NBA loses very much by not having fans present. Would you agree? Those are the two best sto- uh, sports purely from a watch them on television perspective. I think hockey and baseball, in particular, you notice way more. Oh, this is abnormal. Yeah, and, and think about it too. They've still been getting into fights in hockey without the fans, which says a yeah. lot. It tells you about the intensity of that sport. Where I think early on. With the NBA, without the fans there, I don't think the, the the physicality of the game was there. I do think you have it now. I One thing about golf, and I don't want golf fans to get mad at me, I actually do kind of like watching it without the fans there. I also wonder, if you're Tiger Woods, you're so used to playing in front of crowds. Yeah. You're so used to being kind of the crowd favorite. I wonder how different it is for him. And when he's kind of had playing partners, I would think for them – it's probably a lot less pressure on you because when you play, when you're paired with Tiger Woods, you're kind of the, you know, for lack of a better term, the enemy. You're like, you're the guy that not everyone's really like looking at. They're really focused more on Tiger Woods. So if Tiger were to make it to the final round without fans, I would think whoever his playing partner would be, I don't think, I, I think a lot of pressure would be alleviated because it's not like this, this idea that everyone's for Tiger and really everyone wants to see me win. I think Tiger Woods and a lot, you know, a couple of the other popular golfers get affected a lot without fans being there. Yeah, it's interesting. There was, I was reading an article about pitchers in Major League Baseball, and some of them were saying sometimes you can ride the crowd as an adrenaline rush to give you a little bit extra in your pitching uh, where you've got that intensity that comes on from, hey, I'm running in from the bullpen. Let's say you're a reliever and your team's got a one-run lead, and uh, and you're trying to shut the game, uh, shut or there's runners on the base, and you're trying to get out of the inning, a lot of times that intensity and electricity in the ballpark can add a little bit extra juice to the, to the pitching opportunity, and that guys are having to go into their own motivation more because you still feel maybe that excitement, but you can't ride the wave of the crowd's emotion like maybe you would in uh, in other performances, which yeah. is pretty interesting to think about. Yeah, and I think, you know, I don't want to sound like the, uh, the typical obnoxious New Yorker because there's a lot of us out here, that's for sure. But I'm pretty sure the whole thing with standing up with two strikes, I'm pretty sure that started many moons ago when Ron Guidry pitched for the Yankees, and that became a thing. And certainly, 
you know, a lot of these pitchers, especially the, you know, the, the big name ones. I mean, look at Max Scherzer yesterday with, with Washington. You know, a lot of those guys really do feed off the crowd. And like I said, when you get two strikes on you, the crowd gets into it. It's just weird with baseball. It's, it's just strange when there's no one there. Basket, again, basketball could kind of pull it off but without baseball fans, especially in these places where they live to go to these games, like in Chicago, St. Louis. And, of course, uh, Fenway Park, Yankee Stadium, even though nobody sits behind home plate at Yankee Stadium anyway, all the people with the rich tickets, yeah. all the rich people with tickets are all in the back watching the game on TV, eating uh, an expensive hot dog. We're talking to Frank Isola. Today at 4 o'clock Eastern is the opt-out deadline for the NFL. Do you expect that we will see any real rush of players between now and 4 o'clock Eastern, any big names, or do you think most of that is already out? I think that, I think you might see a couple. I think what'll be interesting because the, obviously the NFL is setting this deadline and then opting out in terms of getting paid is going to be a lot harder after uh, Thursday. Essentially, you can't do it. Uh, you know, it's weird about football. I think the mentality of a football player. I think they know there are a lot of risks going in. I think most players are thinking, "I don't want to hurt my knee yeah. this season. I don't want to. Get, I, I don't want to make sure I don't take too many shots to my shoulder." And of course. Uh, my head, and I think a lot of players, especially the age of a lot of NFL players, is you know what? I'm all right with this. I don't think I'm going to get it. And I think a lot of them are also of the belief, you know what? My career is probably going to be pretty short. Can I really afford? It? I mean, you feel badly for some of them. Their union isn't great. Maybe a lot of the players are thinking, I just can't. I can't do what Dante Hightower did and say. I'm not going to play. I'll get my 150,000. My contract will roll over to next season. I'm not so. I, I think a lot of young players are thinking I got to start striking it rich now. I have to have a good season now. Maybe they'll rip up my contract. I'll get more money. But you know, the career lifespan of a NFL player is so short. It's different than NBA guys deciding to opt out and forego maybe two million dollars of their salary, knowing that they still have three years left on their contract. Football's not like that. Yeah, the average uh, length of tenure in the NFL is under four years. So if you are a guy, if you're you know aware of that, which I would think most players are, I mean, there's a reason they say NFL stands for not for long. If you're yeah. aware of that, then the idea, if you're only going to be there for three years and change in general, to sit out for a year when you think you might be able to go make a living is, is pretty difficult. We got uh, LeBron firing back at the president of the United States. This was kind of inevitable. You have covered the NBA for a long time. I'm assuming the answer is you have never seen it more political than it is right now. How does this get dialed back? We had Chris Mannix on the show yesterday, and he said, look, for whatever reason, uh, this is going to be hyper-political between now and mid-October when the NBA theoretically crowns a champ down in their Orlando bubble. But he said, the real question I've got is, what's it going to look like when they come back for next season? Are they going to continue with the jersey statements? Basketball court having a statement on it. Uh, kneeling for the anthem. Does this continue forever? How do you unring the bell, in other words? Have you thought about that? Like, move on from what's going on right now. How lingering, how lasting is this going to be? There was a Yankee-Red uh, Sox game on last week, and I watched it. It happened to be during the anthem. I think there were two guys kneeling during the anthem. I was actually surprised because nobody was really making a big deal of that. So I think the Major League Baseball kind of had a ceremony that first game for That's everyone, right. and then it was kind of left up to the players. I think a lot of players uh, d decided to stand. You know, many years ago, many, many years ago, at playoff games, the president, 
back then he was just Donald Trump, would show up for games. In fact, I remember him sitting right near uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. at a Knicks playoff game. I don't remember him being such a huge basketball fan. I do think he's smart in terms of this. People in his administration probably told him, mention the players kneeling. I think he wants it to kind of become a discussion between himself and LeBron. I think he kind of suckered LeBron into it. Even when you hear LeBron's answer, I think like his heart wasn't in it. I Because he even mentioned at one point, I know how this is going to play out tomorrow. So I think he kind of knew what was going on. But I think once next season starts, it'll be interesting. Because Adam Silver, remember, if you listen to his comments leading up to the restart, he never said anyone was going to be punished, but he never was saying, I want the players to be doing this. He said, whatever the players decide to do, that's going to be fine. Because remember, David Stern had a rule on the book in the NBA about players need to stand for the anthem. And then Mahmoud Abdurraouf was a guy that they asked, can you stand in the locker room during the anthem? Joe Kim Noah, when he was playing for the Knicks during the anthem, he would, he would go back toward the uh, tunnel. So I don't know what, what kind of protest he wanted to do on the court, but he's decided not to be on the court. I get a feeling that once the next season starts, I think the relationship between the commissioner and the players' union, the two most powerful people in the league, well, three are Adam Silver, LeBron, and Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the president of the Players Association. I think there's a chance that things will change. Uh, there'll, there'll be a different approach to it when and if the NBA gets their regular season off next year. And who even knows where it'll be? Will it be in a bubble format? Or a lot of people think they'll be playing in empty home arenas maybe by December, January. We're talking to Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. Whatever you think about the NBA's political decisions, for a league and or players to say, hey, if you have a different political opinion than us, we don't care if you watch or not, is a pretty seismic difference. As somebody who has covered sports for a long time, is this a good difference? I think, do I believe that Adam Silver, who, listen, Adam Silver is, um, you know, he's very political himself, but he's also a businessman, and he also represents 30 teams, 30 owners. Do I think he cringes a little bit when people, when they're saying, we don't care if you watch? Yeah, I, I do believe that, because I, I don't, I remember, Ultimately, it's a business. It's the same thing with the WNBA players wearing a, uh, a shirt in support of someone who's running against the owner of the Atlanta Dream, Kelly Loeffler. Now, again, it's a business. Is it the best business decision to make? I cannot imagine that every owner honestly believes that, but I think that they think in the times where we are right now, we're going to give the players all the leeway they want. I have a feeling, though, Things are going to change a little bit. Listen, by the time the NBA restarts, there could be a new president in office too. So that, that, could, that could impact a lot of things. But ultimately, it's a business. I actually think for the WNBA, it's a lot riskier because their league is not nearly as successful as the NBA. And, the less, you know, and I get it. They, they're probably one of the more political leagues out there. It's almost like the U.S. women's soccer team and the WNBA. But you're also, again, it's a business. You're trying to attract fans. Are you alienating fans? Are you willing to do that? And, you know, it could impact you at uh, the bottom line and in the long run. Yeah, it's fascinating uh, to think about. Uh, Frank Isola, appreciate the time. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Clay, thanks. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today uh, we are rolling through the program here. Uh, open up phone lines, take some of your calls. We've got a loaded show for you, just giving you a roadmap of where we are headed. We're going to talk with Shannon Spake in hour two, and then in hour three, as we continue to roll on, we will be joined by Dr. David Chow to get the latest on health conditions. And one of the biggest conditions out there right now, by the way, is what's going to happen with uh, the decision by NFL players at 4 o'clock Eastern time to make a final decision about whether or not they are going to play. Now, guys can decide not to play 
the rest of the season going forward at some point as well, much like we've seen with uh, with some Major League Baseball players who have dropped out even since the season began. But I have to think most guys, at least to me, we talked about this with Jeff Schwartz yesterday, if you've decided to go through all of these protocols and get back into training camp and be ready for the return of sports uh, and the return of, of the NFL, it seems strange to me that you would wait this long to decide whether or not you were going to come back, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Do you agree with that, Danny G, that if you've gone through all this testing and all this protocol already, I, I guess you could uh, argue, hey, I wanted to come back and see exactly what the league protocols were and eventually end up making a decision about whether or not I was going to play or not, but it seems a little bit strange to me to make the decision to sit out now. Right, I understand deciding to sit out. You can make whatever decision you want, but to go through the process of coming back to the facility, to be there, to be getting tested, all of the things that have been going on, and then to decide, hey, I'm not going to play at the last minute, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Makes zero sense. Right? And that's why we were so surprised when we had that story about the mansion you know, because we were like, we still don't know who was throwing no. the party in L.A. By the way, that just story just so, suddenly disappeared. Yeah, it got covered up, or there was no NFL player there. We don't know, but remember, your first thought was, why would you be trying to stay healthy and go through this protocol and then go out and party with hundreds of people? Yeah, it's one of the dumbest decisions we've ever seen. Not to say that some athletes don't make incredibly dumb decisions, but even on the dumb athlete scale deciding to throw a multi-hundred person party in LA while you are going through coronavirus protocol would be next level stupid. And so far they haven't been able to directly attach at least that party and that shooting, at least not that I've seen, uh, to any individual in particular uh, person in general. What about you, Dub? Seems strange to wait to this point. Now maybe there will be a lot of new people who decide to opt out at four o'clock Eastern, but it seems strange to me to wait till now. Yeah, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be the decision I would make. I think it makes a lot more sense, like uh, a number of the players we saw last week, you know, kind of get out of it before you do put in all this work and all go through all that stuff. So right, doing it right now doesn't make a ton of sense to me. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.